0: Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, Kitchen Chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. I'm your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm so glad you're joining me in the beautiful Viking and Locker new showroom here in New York City, here with my dear friend and co-host and ambassador for Viking, Chef Jamie Larita.
1: Thank you, Margaret.
0: And we are so honored and delighted to be here with Ellie Krieger. She needs no introduction. You've seen her on Food Network, a zillion cookbooks, James Beard Award winning cookbook author, Taste Award. We yes. were together did last you? year. At the oh, Taste I forgot Awards. about that. Yeah. Yes, we were. And did you get the Taste Award?
1: She won. Yes, I
2: did. Yes, I did. It was yes. so much fun. You're winning everything. You know, yes. winning it live. What can I say? It,
1: right? <laughs> Someone's got to do doing it. We're well. trying. We're
2: trying. We're trying. Just putting good food out there and doing what I love. And I figure, you work hard, you do what you love, you can't go wrong, I'm right? I'm saying. Yes. And you
0: have how many cookbooks out at this
2: point? So I have six out now. My last one won the James Beard Award. And I have a new one coming out in the fall. What's it called? It's called Hole in One, W-H-O-L-E, Hole, Hole in, one. in One. And it's Complete Healthy Meals in One Sheet Pan, Pot, or Skillet.
1: Oh, I love that.
2: And I love the book. I actually just handed the manuscript, so I'm like, Ah, big exhale, big exhale on that, and I'm just so proud of it. Now,
1: are writing books, I wouldn't, I'm not gonna use the word easy, because I know they're not not easy. No, not easy, not easy. Are they getting any easier?
2: So at least I know what to expect. I know what the arc is, right? But it always feels really hard because I never want to phone it in. I never want to do something, oh, that feels less than wonderfully creative, that feels less than wonderfully accessible, that feels less than wonderfully um, fresh. And so that's my goal. And that, you know, 125, do that 125
1: times. (laughs) So how is your first cookbook compared to the last? Mm.
2: Oh, that's an interesting question because I'm a, I'm a dietitian. I'm a registered dietitian right. nutritionist. And so my first book, actually, I love the recipes in my first book, which is The Food You Crave, which also won James Beard, my first cookbook. Um, but the, the science has changed. That came out almost 10 years ago. And the science has changed somewhat. So always, what I like to note in terms of nutrition is what doesn't change, right? So what doesn't change is eating more Fruits and vegetables, making things more plant-focused, beans, nuts, seeds, um, fruits, vegetables, healthy oils, avocados. But what's interesting is that in my first book, there wasn't really as much awareness of the importance of good fats at the time. And so in my subsequent books, I've really been a more... um, um, let's see, liberal in the use of things like olive oil, avocado, healthy fats. Whereas in the past, in my first book, the science really wasn't there. It was still like, oh, just stay a little bit more low in fat in general. Mm -hmm. But then I really, it's important to change as the information that you get changes. And not turn on a dime, because I think that's different from a study comes out and you change what you do, you panic, I think that's sometimes where we wind up getting frustrated with the nutrition information out there. But if you really look at a body of evidence over the course of years and things are shifting, then I shift my cooking and my eating accordingly. And honestly, it hasn't been that big of a shift, but in general, a little more liberal use of fats, of, of healthy hot fat ingredients, mm-hmm. like nuts, like um, avocado, like olive oil. And then um, also really paring down even more. I was never one to use much refined sugar, but paring down even more, um, knowing that it's actually kind of worse for you than Mm -hmm. once thought. However, that said, people are like, they freak out about sugar and you don't have to freak out about anything. Like there's room to put a little regular refined sugar in something and still have a healthy overall life. And I think people, just need to take a deep breath and kind of realize that.
1: And it's funny how food and design and decor, fashion, it, it all, we were talking about that in one of our yes. recent kitchen <laughs> chats, how it all sort of like starts with, you know, especially with social media, a trend begins with, and now I'm hearing, and I want to know what you're like, plant-based. Mm.
2: Oh, yeah. and I Now mean, is like, okay, so, I see yes. the... Yeah.
1: Not the normal people. People are saying that more now.
2: Right. And what's interesting about plant-based, um, the term is used differently by different people. I think a lot of vegans use the word plant-based to mean vegan. Ooh. But in my opinion, I have a plant-based diet, meaning I focus on plants in my life. I focus on plant proteins. But I'm an omnivore. I eat meat. I eat everything. So I consider myself to have a plant based diet, whereas a vegan might would also probably consider that. So I think what's nice about the word, but what's also confusing about it, is that it means different things to different people. But do you
1: feel like that that's mm. a But the trend bottom line, now?
2: yes, totally. Yeah. Absolutely people are open to it. I mean, if you said that ten years ago, people would be like, Oh, that oh. doesn't sound good. Well, same thing with right? organic. You said <laughs> right. organic
1: fifteen years ago, people like organic.
2: Right. And now people are really embracing that. It's fashionable, yeah. it's yes. hot topic, it's, it feels fresh and, and relevant. And I'm glad about that because I think that eating more plants is definitely a not only healthy, but a delicious and, and wonderful way to go.
0: And you have been on the forefront for many years about nutrition and healthy oh, eating and helping you. educate. Hey man, career. I was talking about
2: putting <laughs> avocado on toast like a really long time ago.
0: Yes, <laughs> you set the trend. But one thing I hope that is still okay, I have to have coffee each oh, day, gosh. is that still Actually, okay? No Actually,
2: it's not only still okay, there's some evidence that it might have health benefits. Oh, god. So, uh, brain health in particular and it some other benefits. It helps me
1: not be a maniac.
2: Yeah, it helps, <laughs> it's my, oh, com- I'm, I'm with you. You know
1: what, I just need that. of coffee. And I think emotions. it's all,
2: and it, it really, t- that taps into this sense about balance because mm. um, some coffee, mm-hmm. Can help you actually, energy-wise, brain health, and so on other aspects. Too much coffee can hurt you, mm-hmm. and so this pertains to everything. And I mean that I think moderation is such a boring word. Like, all right, everything yeah,
0: in
1: moderation, yeah.
2: <laughs> but but it's true. Yeah. Like, just have some, don't have too much, and listen to your body. I you know like when it say, starts everything to. Everything
1: f- in everything in celebration. Uh-huh. I think I, I love think that change. I see that all the time. <gasps> I'm, I might like, have to take. take I'll it. credit you. <laughs> That's if fine. I so everything that. in celebration, it's like emotionally another big word for me, like emotional eating. Um, if you deprive yourself, I think it's depriving yourself. Mm-hmm. Is, it's, a, it's a form of starvation, mm-hmm. and emotionally, mm-hmm. you know, I can't have that. Makes you win, makes oh, you feel yeah. a certain way, but I think you should be able to celebrate.
0: Mm-hmm. moderation.
1: Like yep. I'm going to have that and I'm going to enjoy that. Yay! I get to have a little bit of that. Yep. I get to have a little. And
2: celebrating of that. nourishing yourself. So Ce- celebrating mm-hmm. you in that yes. I deserve to be nourished mm-hmm. both mind, body, spirit um and giving my body what it needs and co- maybe co- it needs seven, yes. All right. <laughs> Nourish, <laughs> celebrate. Yeah.
0: celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So were you always this health-focused, nutritionally-minded growing up? Okay. what was the pivotal point? So my
2: mom, I quote her all the time on this, she says that me becoming a nutritionist is like a pyromaniac becoming a firefighter. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) I loved food from the minute I popped out. Where's the food? (laughs) And I love food, and I always have, and I was overweight and had a very bad Mm self-esteem as a child and very inactive, because I didn't feel like I could participate, and I know what that feels like, you know, to have this, like, bad self-esteem, mm-hmm. right, um, based on your weight. And I think that our culture really feeds that in a way that I, I try to combat, and I, I think the whole diet culture, mm-hmm. I really try to t- teach people and help people to move away from more toward a celebration mm-hmm. of your health, of your well-being, of who you are, mm-hmm. in whatever shape you happen to be, right? right. So. But I, grad, over time, learned how to love food in a healthy way. I wound up studying nutrition as an undergrad in college mm-hmm. um, and then continuing on for my master's in nutrition and with a minor in journalism. So well, oh.
1: I, I need to talk with you a lot more. We have lots to talk about. Oh. Yes. But um, I, I feel like even healthy, the word healthy,
0: mm.
1: makes people... It's intimidating. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. and people automatically think, oh, I've, I've told people, like, you're on a plane, oh, what do you do? I'm a nutritionist and chef. Oh, I'm a chef and cookbook author. Oh, and um, and what kind of food? Well, I'm a nutritionist. I do healthy. <laughs> oh, too yeah. bad. I've had someone literally say, oh, too bad. No. And so I think there's a lot of barriers. And I think this is to your question about plant-based. Mm. I think the word plant-based sounds more... Tasty somehow, right? So I think um, sometimes the word healthy immediately people come to it with a negative connotation. And to be fair, there's a lot of healthy recipes out there Mm. that are really bad. Mm. There are some bad recipes that just like, oh, just take the butter out of those muffins and put in applesauce. I feel like most people,
1: when they think about healthy, it almost feels like they have to make an extra investment in that. Mm. Like, it's healthy. Oh, I have to do some more work. Yes. It's not as easy.
2: Right. So right. they think it's more difficult. They think it's not going to taste good. Right. And I'm here to, like, bust that.
1: Right. Because
2: right. I want it You're to be easy. You're a disruptor. Easy. I want to be yes. in that regard because it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, you know...
1: <laughs> happy is, an, is a great word instead of healthy, too. It's like happy eating. Happy you know, eating. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it makes you... Yes. Once you... Like we were talking about before, it's like once you make that investment, mm-hmm. and you start to change the way you eat, and it'll then certainly change the way you think and behave Mm
2: -hmm. and change your
1: emotions.
2: And maybe we can change people's connotation about the word healthy when Mm -hmm. it comes to food. Maybe we can re, um, maybe somehow that can turn around similar to the way plant-based has Mm -hmm. turned around, you know. So you.
1: what's, your, your cookbook number six is ready to come out? Or so cookbook
2: out? number seven is coming out in the fall. Seven. Um, yes. I have a public television show on now mm-hmm. um, that's in reruns. And so that's been, I have two seasons of that under my belt. And that's Ellie's Real Good Food. And it's going really well. And it's wonderful to be on public television, which is just such a great... Mm-hmm. Um, format. And then um, I'm doing Facebook Live every... Oh, maybe you guys will come on my Facebook Live show. Um,
0: I I do Facebook Live
2: every uh, Wednesday, just about every Wednesday, uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern. And it's so much fun. I have all kinds of guests, and we cook, and it's in my test kitchen. Where um, is, oh, the upper where is it? Upper West Side of New York. So coming. So yeah. yeah do that. Sure. Next time you guys yes. are in town, I hope you'll come to my place. Yes, absolutely. we can make something. Mm.
0: Make know, something celebratory. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the celebration and moderation, or whatever. What <laughs> All <was> that.
1: <laughs> Everything in celebration.
0: Everything in celebration. So, is there one person within the culinary world who has had the most impact and influence on you? Oh, wow, one person. It doesn't have to be one. I mean who yeah. is really I mean, I'm always you kind path. of
2: looking out. You know, I really can't name one person now. Mm. I mean I I feel the same. It's so hard to do. It's like know, picking it's a, your favorite colors. Yeah, and and I think right. it feels and and being in television, I do feel like of course Julia Child and it almost yes. sounds like trite, right? And so did I do, you met her? I have oh, never no. met her, but I feel like the way she approached television and Performing, which never felt like a performance, it mm-hmm. always just felt like her being real and teaching people stuff. Um, I, um, I really, it always resonates with me, and I find that really inspirational. And that it's okay to kind of even mess up on live television or whatever.
0: <laughs> and did you ever have a mess oh, up on Golly live gee. And what happened? I, oh my gosh, <laughs>
2: one of my first. Um, One of my first appearances when I had just gotten with the Food Network and I was doing a promo on CBS and I'm doing cooking, I have four minutes, and I noticed that there's a little fire, the the cutting board is on fire during the segment. I didn't set it up, it was like there was some oil on the cutting board, it was too close to the flame, so I make this calculation, like, I think that flame's going to be okay for the next four minutes, and I continue to cook, and the host says to me, um... There's a fire over there. So I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> oh, on live TV. On live no, television. No. 100% live national television. Mm-hmm. And so I, there's no towel or anything. So I take, or salt. I take a spoon and I start hitting, I get the fire out. And then, um, anyway, <laughs> you so you I,
1: gotta
2: do. So you do what you gotta do. It's so, a fire. So I go home and I tell my husband, and he's, he had been watching, and I said, oh, my gosh, did you see that? At least I knew it wasn't my fault. And he says to me the comforting words. Well, America thinks it's your fault. Oh, no. <laughs> Thanks, honey. You're so great, honey. God, I love Thank you.
1: you. <laughs> I love you for that. Reminds me of when I was on the set of the Rosie O'Donnell show. Two things happened. Um, one, the world doesn't know, but I had had, way back in the day when I thought I was real cool, I had a tongue piercing. You are real cool. No, I'm not. Um, but I had a tongue piercing. And on the set of the Rosie O'Donnell show, the the ball came out and I swallowed no, it. No!
2: That's onset, crazy! Number one, the whole
1: ball, everything. Oh. And then I had had this, uh, I was doing like a, a sponge sugar nest over my over this apple tart that I had made when I was trying to be fancy. Mm. And I had told the person, the food stylist, not to plug in the induction thing and of course they thought I said. Please plug in the induction oh, thing, no. and it burnt the hell out of the sugar. So black
2: <laughs> oh, boiling <my> gosh. sugar <gasps> on the set, line. all at the same time with this yeah. tongue thing. Um, and I'm all like, right. yeah. and you rolled through it, and probably nobody noticed, right?
1: Uh, I think the burnt sugar was very evident, but the tongue piercing.
0: <laughs> and you didn't choke. I can't believe yeah, that. Just, <clears throat> okay. Oh forth. dear. Yeah. That's well, the,
1: <laughs> things like that. You know, that's the fun part about you know being on live TV. and yeah. You never know what's going to happen.
0: I love that aspect of, I mean, of it. So, Wow. So you've cookbooks, you have
2: shows, Facebook. Oh, and, I, and I, mean, I write for the Washington Post. I have two columns really? in the Washington Post. So I, I'm a journalist. Totally? I mean, How I, many
1: James Heard Awards?
2: Two. Wow. Uh, two
1: columns, two James Heard Awards. You're like killing it.
2: Amazing. Yeah, I work hard. I love you it. Do. I love to communicate this. I mean, I'm, I really... I, I'm so passionate about having a voice in this, what often can be so confusing Mm -hmm. and so stressful. I feel like people open up a menu and they don't even know what to order. They're freaking Mm -hmm. out. And my whole thing is let's just... I want to be an oasis from that. And I want to be a voice of sanity. And I want to be a voice of deliciousness and Mm -hmm. celebration and nourishment. And I think people really want that. I think people are tired of being stressed about food and feeling like they have to just uh, do something that, I don't know, maybe feels wrong for their body Mm -hmm. or do something extreme. Um, So anyway, I'm
1: I just feel, I feel I'm listening to everything you're saying, but I always think because of the way I cook, too, is so emotionally based. Mm. Not Um, (laughs) plant-based. It's so emotionally based. Everyone's different, and we're all going through different things, Mm -hmm. so everything may not work for everyone. So it's like the thing that works most for me is showing people that... You shouldn't stress out
0: mm.
2: right
1: it's right now today you have so many so choices and so many avenues to, to eat better yep, yep.
2: Yeah. and frankly if people just cook more if they just if you just make food mm-hmm. even simple simple a piece of fish some mm-hmm. vegetables with maybe some nice duka on top, you know mm-hmm. explore different seasonings and what's but it for? doesn't even oh, no. I'm sorry. oh I'm like a little <laughs> bit obsessed you're with a this. <laughs> Oh, so anyway, I meant to, I'll tell you in a minute, but my point is not to make it complicated, but just making something simple, but if you cook for yourself,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: no
2: matter what you make, you're already yeah, oh, you're, probably going to be much
1: healthier. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Just start there. And that's, if I can inspire people to cook more, mm-hmm. like I already did half my more than half my job yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I'm with you. And so that's where you come in on sure. this also. It's like,
1: like nurture. Like yeah. you're nurturing yourself. Yeah. You get the opportunity to do that.
2: So yes. dukkah, yes. I mean, they sell it at like Trader Joe's and stuff, so it's around. It's a spice, it's a nut and sp- Seed mix, mm-hmm. nut seed spice mix. And it's basically like sesame seeds and almond. it could be almonds or pistachio. And it's um, caraway this. seed, oh. uh, coriander seed, wow. cumin seed, and it's all like toasted and ground up. And you can mm-hmm. sprinkle it on,
1: yeah, put yeah. it on your eggs, Absolutely. put it on wow. chicken. I make my I own with a little, little some bit of chili top. flake, wow. cumin, black pepper, uh, black pepper coins, and some really great salt. Mm. And just mortar and pestle that. And you put it on avocado, scrambled eggs into cream cheese right? on top of roasted vegetables whatever I'm so simple so that's
0: an easy step an easy addition someone could put in their everyday diet and it has some health benefits yeah with that and it
2: adds a ton of flavor so it doesn't have to be bland you know
0: healthy doesn't have to be bland boring
2: difficult any of these things you know what I
1: find too maybe you resonate with this too is that people don't understand spices Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. there's so many different ways to Mm -hmm. flavor something with spice and there's, if you just go to the supermarket or to your local you know, spice store and just grab things you don't know about, and just grab five of them, things that you've never used before, and then you just take that and then incorporate that and play with it, you'll be surprised how often you'll use that spice?
2: Yeah, it becomes it's like a color, but yeah. it's, it is like an artist palette because you do need to get to know it. Mm-hmm. You know, you do need to become familiar with what that spice does. What does that spice do in a savory setting? What does that spice do in a sweeter setting? I do feel like it comes with practice, yeah. and so literally following recipes and saying like, "Oh, I see how." This spice was used, and then exp- trying to experiment on your own, but I think it does take a lot of practice and some mm. time in the kitchen to really well what I, what
1: I did was a, I, I had a metal door in my kitchen in Chicago, and I took advantage of it. I made it my spice rack. I bought all of these um, magnetic containers, mm. and from A to Z, I probably have
0: it 's so a hundred
1: pretty. Spices. and what 's good about
2: that is they 're probably not so big right so it 's not like a huge investment mm-hmm. yeah,
1: and then you have them in front of you it made me a better chef to have these. The end, and then little by little you taste them and all of a sudden you start incorporating them into your food. And you can make the simplest thing more, more flavorful and colorful, obviously, with spice. So I love, I love playing with spices and encouraging people to do that.
0: Well, this is making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> all of this talk about healthy or plant-based eating and spices. Ellie, what are your top three tips for the Home Chef that you'd like to share?
2: So I think, first of all,
0: you're going to eat what you buy,
2: right? So, like, make sure you have, I mean, I'm, I'll say this. At, on a Sunday, make one big pot of something,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: Make a pot of something. That's what my my last, my previous book, uh, my latest book is uh, You Have It Made. So it's all about making a hit. And it's really one of the strategies that I find so helpful. I'm a, you know, I have a teenager. I like to cook at most weeknights. I go, mm-hmm. I live in New York. I like to go out also. But most weeknights I'm home. I feel like that's, but I'm, busy, really busy like everyone else. I make a big pot of soup, I make a big pot of bean chili, I make a big pot of something and then I have that, I have also in the freezer, so make a big pot of something on the weekend. Mm -hmm. My other advice is to have two or three really quick weeknight recipes in your back pocket that you know you can make with ingredients in your pantry and freezer, even if you're traveling, just have those. Know that you can pull something together really fast. And third, I think like kind of prep a little boil up a dozen eggs, um, cut up mm. some vegetables so that you have them wash your lettuce um, one of one day when you have a little time so that it's there so that when you're in crunch time during the week, mm. you pull it out, you run, I, that's what I did today. I was running here, I grabbed a hard boiled egg and, 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 uh, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm obsessed now because the winter, I love those satsuma oranges mm. that are so easy to peel. So I just make sure I have stuff like that, easy grab and go, that's also healthful.
0: Well, you know what? I think your next cookbook should be Crunch Time. Oh, I like that.
1: Celebrating celebration, yes. everything in celebration. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate the consult, guys. I mean, I'm
0: I'm yes, doing this. <laughs> great. Oh, this has just yeah. been so delightful. Well, I can't wait to for continue the conversation. Will you come back yes, again I, for oh, another one? I would and, love to. Thank you and for inviting let's me. great will Yeah, yes. We're going to cook I on my Facebook live. live. Please, Kelly. Okay. Yes, I don't okay. know if you want me to cook. Yes. <laughs> yes you <laughs> I do. Actually, you're
1: going no. to be the one cooking. Oh, no. you to We'll have the
0: fire. Trent or fire <laughs> extinguisher close by. <laughs> I do have one, I do oh, have good.
2: One. <laughs> Obviously I need one close by, apparently.
0: <laughs> oh, well, Ellie, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. Thank you so much, great to be here, thank oh. you very much.
1: You're, you're welcome, it's a pleasure to have you here.
0: Absolutely, and thank you, dear foodie friends, for joining the fun and the Viking and La New showroom here in New York City. Make sure, you, uh, make sure you visit thevikinglife.com, and come visit me in my kitchen too, kitchenchat.info, and always remember,